I got a vanilla Coke. Ooh. You know so why good. I got a vanilla Coke? Why is that? Because it doesn't have anyone else's fucking name on it. It just says vanilla <laughs> Coke. <laughs> A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike Royer. And this is the super special spoiler cast for Fox's Fantastic Four. Whoa, man. This movie sucked. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. Let's at least get through our disclaimer. Okay. There are spoilers in this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Duh. It's in the title. Don't be surprised if we tell you everything about this movie. Yeah. Uh, we, so we had a we had a write in from your fiance. Yeah. She, yeah. She well, just sent me a text not ten minutes ago. Asked. I, I say we're doing our spoiler cast. Don't interrupt me. And she said, "Oh, spoiler alert! It sucks." <laughs> so, but and I mean, and she's not a picky person either when it comes to films. Mm-hmm. She can find more enjoyable things in it than I can because I will tear something apart back and uh-huh. forth. And she's just all like, no, that was awful. I, 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 I regret seeing that in theaters, and I, I will tell everyone not to watch it in theaters. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of significant others, uh, my wife, is, she she very much is not influenced by reviews. She has this uh, superpower that I wish I had where I, I, you know, I let people influence other people's opinions, influence me too much before I go to the theater. So I try very hard not to read anybody's review before the the film comes out. So she went in like totally, totally clean palette and everything, and she she didn't like it either. <laughs> yeah. So consensus, nobody likes this movie. Uh huh. Um. So we're gonna kind of break it down here. I wrote my review on Thursday night after I got back from mm-hmm. watching it on, and put it on Comic UI and, and Rotten Tomatoes. And there's something I kind of want to go over on Rotten Tomatoes before we even start this the show off. Okay. A lot of people think this is like a thing. the 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 percents are reviews of the films. Mm-hmm. They are more so Rotten Tomatoes tells you how much you will enjoy this film more so than a quality of the film. Yeah, I, it, it's the percentage of people that think it's fresh or not fresh. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's it's a sixty percent movie. That means it's an awful movie. I'm like, no, that just means. You know, three out of five people enjoyed seeing this film at the Mm -hmm. theater. Yeah, you can definitely see this uh, when it comes to comedy movies. Because critics um, notoriously don't like comedies. Uh, So, so, like, your favorite comedy movie, more than likely, on Rotten Tomatoes, probably 65%. Yeah. And and don't... I mean, use Rotten Tomatoes as an example. Right now, Fantastic Force is at 9%. (laughs) Yeah, that's so lower. Bad. That's lower than pixels, and and God knows how much we trashed pixels last or two weeks ago or last yeah. week or whatever it was. Um, but nine percent says that one out of ten people enjoyed Fantastic Four. I can't. I can't fathom that. Who is that person, and why do we need to beat them up? Um, oh man! <laughs> but no, I'm serious. Uh, so it's nine percent uh, on IMDb, which I consider more of an actual rating of the film. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is at four out of ten. That's no. Oh. Which actually matches up with my score. I gave it two out of two out of ten. Oh, you're so generous. <laughs> um, and and I, we'll go over this. Um, I, I wrote again, like I said in our regular podcast, a uh, um, 
I compliment Big Mac mm-hmm. because I had two good things and a shit ton of other things to put in the middle that are probably not good for you. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of metaphors going on there. Um, so great. Let's go ahead. I mean, you you went on a little bit on the last movie. Is there or on the last podcast or main mm-hmm. podcast? Is there anything you want to say before we get started? Uh, this movie sucked. <laughs> It was not a pleasant experience. I'm very, very concise with my opinion. <laughs> yes, uh, I agree. So I'm going to go ahead and start this podcast off with one of my good things I found in the film. Okay. Um, so first off, I will compliment this film for being something more than just scientists in space. Okay. Um, Fantastic Four, their origin is they're on a space station and they're hit with cosmic rays. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And they did this, I think, in the 94 version and the 2005 version. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't hold up. That might have worked in the '60s, you know, when space exploration was kind of a big deal still. Mm-hmm. But so I'm glad that they're actually their origin comes from attempting to go to another universe. Yeah, I mean, I liked I like the idea. There there are ideas in this film that exactly. I, that I liked. You know, I like the idea of them uh, connecting more to the ultimate universe. Yes, you know, I I like the idea. Of uh, this, no, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, again, ultimate. That again, it takes a page out of the ultimate Fantastic Four universe, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I applaud it for that. That is where it gets one star for me, um, because I'm an ultimate comic book fan through and through. Mm-hmm. And so to see that, you know, at least attempt is more so than most studios would ever do with that. Mm-hmm. So I will give them that, and that's where I will start off with the good, and we will save the other good thing for the end. Yeah, and, and you know, I also like the idea of them being younger. Obviously, that ties into the Ultimate Universe, but I thought it, I thought it worked out well. You know, I didn't think the the age was really an issue for me. Um, yeah. So, and, and and like we said on our um, on our normal episode, the whole casting the Human Torch not white that was not an issue. I don't, I can't understand why people thought that was a problem. Yeah, I I can see like long term people saying like you know Sue and Johnny are brother and sister that doesn't make sense. You know, mm. and in this, they're not blood brothers; they're adopted. That's great. It worked mm. out. Like it was done in a sentence, and you know, we moved on. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that that was not a big deal. Uh, however, this movie has some of the worst character motivations in the history of superhero <laughs> films. Oh my god! Ever? Cool. Okay. All right. Let me let me stretch. <laughs> let me stretch here. Oh oh oh! I see what you did. Oh man. God, you're part why of this movie on, now. Why on earth? is the motivation for them to go to this other dimension because they're drunk. That <laughs> is the reason why they do this. It makes no it makes no sense. Like it's like they were sitting down at the table and they're uh, everyone in charge of this movie was trying to look, figure out like okay, so how do we get them over there in that negative zone? Like, oh, well how about we give them like a legitimate reason to like want to be uh, I don't know Maybe they gotta go rescue somebody. Maybe they gotta go do something important. Maybe they or the machine some... malfunctioned. Yeah, I don't ma- know. maybe there's some sort of anomaly that they go to, gotta go check out. And some guys like, nah, man, they get drunk and they do it because they think it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, they're Ugh. they're they're teenagers. So well, how do we get teenagers to do stupid shit? Yeah, we get them drunk. It was oh, horrible. Yeah. Oh, and let's make sure Sue Storm isn't involved at all. <laughs> right. Like, I thought she would go over with them, um, and. Oh man, that was just. All right, so I'll tell you how I kind of how I wanted that scene to go because it sounds like we're we're just gonna attack this movie from all different angles, from all different yeah corners. Um, 
So I was kind of playing a numbers game the whole time. So it's called the Fantastic Four. We got five people. You know, if, if you understand the Fantastic Four and you're familiar with them, you know Doctor Doom uh, is not part of the Fantastic Four. So the whole time I'm wondering, there's only four pods up there. You know, how, how do we get everybody over there to get their powers uh, with only four pods, you know, uh, you know, I was trying to do do the math in my head. Very easy math. It's just it's just four or five numbers. So I was thinking that um, since Doctor Doom, uh, hey, got 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 Doctor Doom over here. Uh, I thought his only uh, his motivation of basically like hating Earth and stuff was just like dumb, whatever. Uh, but I thought maybe since he very much wanted to be the first person over there, uh, I thought maybe he would be the one to go over there by himself, and then he would get trapped, and then the four of them will go save him, and then that would be the fuck up. But nope, they just well, got drunk. Yeah, I mean, again, like trying to make Doctor Doom friends with Reed Richards is is a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they bonded over a drink out of a flask like yeah no no that's not it at all i think again another bad point is having sue storm be the only female in this movie mm-hmm. they didn't have like no one had a mom like no one showed their moms except mm-hmm. maybe like uh ben grimm's mom like whenever she saved him from his brother beating him up from clobber in uh, time and everyone's like oh sue storm so only girl we gotta fall in love with her and no it's stupid this is a non-inspiring juvenile laughable mess of a script oh yes <laughs> like if I could use some descriptive words there, that's what I would say. I think college students would write better things mm-hmm. uh, than this. Um, Dr. Doom, actually, we, we, we reported that his name was Victor Domashev, right, mm-hmm. early on. That was a big big rumor, big thing that was supposed to be sick. They never said that once, so I don't know where the hell that rumor came from. Uh, they said Victor Von Doom several times, and yeah. I, I, don't ever, I don't think they changed it. It felt natural, so I... I guess I give him points for using his real name mm-hmm. rather than being what we thought he was going to be. Another thing I'd like to point out, and I wanted to say this on the podcast earlier so bad, is that the one year later screen, as soon as that came up, I'm like, this movie's fucked. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk about – I mean, they do it twice in the film because they do it from when they're kids uh, to adults. You know, that seems normal. We've, we've they seen that They could have just used a fade there. That, I mean, that was yeah. insignificant. Yeah, we don't need to know it's a year. But talk about a trash – way to tell a story like oh we don't have time or energy to show how they actually grow and learn how to use their powers let's just say one year later and just assume that they learned it yeah uh, again uh, it was a reasonable uh, uh, an unreasonable choice to have reed richards run off uh-huh. uh, uh, from the group and everyone is now military you know um property and the one of the best scenes from the trailer is whenever they drop ben Grimm from a, a helicopter or a, a bomber uh-huh. and land on that car they didn't even use that in the film yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's something I see a lot of people bringing up is, you know, a lot of people are saying the problem with this movie is just that it's plagued with rewrites. And you can see in the trailer, literally things are left out of the movie. Now, yeah, we know sometimes trailers do include things that don't make it into the movie. But honestly, it's usually like jokes, like comedy movies that just put some jokes in the trailer and leave some out of the movie. This is like an action summer blockbuster. You don't leave stuff out. And one of the most important signs that this was just destroyed by rewrites is there. there's a scene in one of the trailers where Reed Richards says, I know what's coming, doom. So we are to presume at some point in time Reed, Reed gets information that the other uh that the other members of the crew don't get and he and he knows and this is to- a total plot point that gets thrown away so reed richards escapes 
and he's off doing his own thing under the radar trying to build get parts and we assume that he's trying to build his own machine and that totally makes sense that 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 motivation makes sense because he can't trust the the military he can't trust the government so he's got to do things on his own and he's smart we know he has that ability but that just totally gets thrown out of the window and he basically just gets picked up by the the thing and basically thrown into like a clear refrigerator on this plane you know i think what was supposed to happen is i think he was going to go to the the negative zone on his own Uh, earth zero thank you yeah (laughs) i think he was going to go there on his own and face off with doom and get his ass kicked and and narrowly get away and then bring the warning to them but that didn't happen, and well, that could have been cool. Uh, see, I, I don't know the scene in the trailer you're talking about. Someone is on a table, and they say Doom is coming. It's not Reed who says that. Oh, well, I was under the impression it was Reed. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was. Yeah, that's but, fine. Uh, but, I, again, I don't know if it was played by rewrites or maybe just edits like Age of Ultron was. Uh-huh. I don't think Age of Ultron was rewritten. I think it was edited later well, on to tell mm-hmm. a different story. Uh, but you're right. There are things that just kind of, like, when I saw it one year later, I'm like, something happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rest of this movie is not going to be like the first half, which wasn't horrible. I would have mm-hmm. given it a solid three out of five <laughs> had that ending not happened. Because the uh-huh. ending is the worst part of the movie. It's over too soon. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you don't even really know what's happening. So, you know, we know Doctor Doom is the villain. But, Chris, can you pick out the other villain in this movie? Um, Josh Trank. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> the government. Right, right. The government, the government, the well, government. They say all the time it's the motivation for any 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 reason for something to happen in this film. It's just the faceless government. You know, we are just to assume that they're bad, even though the government was the smartest uh, entity in this film. So I'm watching this movie, and they all these brilliant scientists, some of the smartest people on the planet are planning on being the first people to visit this unknown dimension fuck no that's the dumbest thing i ever heard these are the only these are the only people that could build this thing they're the only people that can fix it you don't send them over this other dimension by themselves that guy made total sense like oh yeah we can't send you over there we got to send nasa we got to send astronauts people that are trained i was just like yeah this guy's on top of it he knows what he's doing it's like you guys are retarded so i don't they had a good idea and then they they twisted him into the bad guy yeah, um, so a couple points about that. The guy who was the main government lead, um, Tim Blake Nelson, was Harvey Elder. Harvey uh-huh. Elder becomes the Mole Man in the comics, like which mm-hmm. is one of the very first films. He got psionically headshotted by Doctor Doom, like right there on the spot. So yeah. no, no future for him. Um, again, Doctor, I went back to Doctor Doom's power set that kind of comes out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Like in our Earth, he can. You know, boom, headshot, like, with his head, like, with his mind. Mm-hmm. It's like all these people. But then he goes to the other world, and all he can do is throw rocks. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I don't I don't get this. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of that that scene where they, they, they finally bring him in, and he's on that table, uh, that was the only time during this entire movie where I was in, entertained. Like, seriously. Like, I kind of like the, the very dark dark place that, that that they take it where he's walking down the hallways just killing people you know it, it, it was kind of out of nowhere to see this this blood and this kind of brutality and you know to I, the government I, yeah to the government you know i'm not a big fan of the way doom look 
looked, but I thought it was kind of cool. You know, he was just kind of being like almost like a like a horror monster going through these hallways, killing people. But that ended very quickly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, it didn't. I don't think he was a bad part at all. I think uh-huh. I don't think like his look wasn't horrible. I mean, in Fantastic Four or Ultimate Fantastic Four, he has goat legs uh-huh. because of the way the the negative zone affected him. It like transformed his body. But either way, another something that I can't get on, like, the relationships between everyone in this movie felt so forced and fake. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Ben Grimm is supposedly Reed Richards' best friend, right? But, like, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, I'm drunk. I'm going to call you. You're going to come here in an hour, and we're going to go to a different dimension. Yeah, another thing that doesn't make sense. And then we're going to fight you a year later. Yeah, like like Ben Grimm seems to have street smarts. He seems to be relatively intelligent and can make good decisions. He should be able to look at the thing and go, this is a bad idea. And even when he's over in that other dimension, he's like, hey, guys, we should get out of here. This is a bad idea. And no one – and he doesn't even seem very, like, uh, phased. Like, when he's over there, he's just kind of like, okay, cool, we're here now. Let's get the fuck out. Uh, it would – honestly, it would have made more sense if um, he was kind of just there to celebrate as, like, a party in the dorm room. And they still could have been drinking, I guess. And then maybe they all go down there to check on the, the transporter and then it's gone. And they're just like, oh, no, Doom's over there by himself. Uh, it just didn't make any sense. Like, just alcohol is not a motivation. <laughs> yeah, and, and we've gone on that. Like, I, there are many things I'd like to change about this film. Uh-huh. Um, one, I, again, I can't stress how, how bad this film is because it's so bad they couldn't even get Stan Lee to cameo in it. Yeah. And he's a creator <laughs> of the Fantastic Four. He didn't create much of the X-Men, but he was big in Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they can get him in X-Men movies. But, like, he said no. Uh, the building, there's something that, that confused me. So they start off in the Baxter building, which is actually their like home in the yeah. Marvel Universe. Then they go to Area 57. Well, that's not clever. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they end up in Central City, which was actually the first home they had. So they kind of did it backwards. Yeah. and, and Central and, City is the name of a DC city Yeah, as well. And I was really confused. I'm like... And, and plus, in all the movie posters, and I think even on this featured image for this podcast, uh, there's a cityscape behind them. And every time I think of the Fantastic Four, I very much think of them ingrained in, in the city. Uh-huh. You know, that's where their base is. Uh, that's where they're flying around and helping people. They're not in the city at all, ever, with their powers. I mean, it, it they're totally detached from like from the world. There's no threat. Like even at the end, when the when the big uh, interdimensional rift black hole opens up, it's basically just destroying a lot of trees. <laughs> so I want to talk about that. Earlier, I talked about this movie. We can't compare it against solo starter films because it's a team, right? Uh, the end of this movie, Act Three, took stole so much from Avengers and Age of Ultron. It's not even funny. Uh-huh. Uh huh. First off, there's a portal to another dimension shooting up into the sky, mm-hmm. and um. That that's definitely from Avengers, and let's talk about the Earth. Like a big hole, that big hole out in the middle of a mountainous remote area is like the part from Age of Ultron that was lifted out of the ground. Uh huh. And I'm like, okay. But then the final tipping point was at the end. He's like, oh, I know what we can call ourselves the Fantastic, and then it cut off, just like Age of Ultron did right before he said Avengers Assemble. Oh man, it's just like even like I I give a applaud for trying to be creative at the beginning uh-huh and then by the, the third act like it's just snowballing into the a, a tragedy honestly <laughs> like, yeah, I, like it hurt to watch this and, i can i can totally agree man um so i mean we're like 20 minutes into this thing and i'm like okay another fun fact 
this is why this movie sucked. <laughs> um, Cryptozoic Entertainment has actually owned the rights to Fantastic Four for probably 30 years. Uh-huh. Uh, they're the company that produced the 94 version with Roger Corman mm-hmm. and decided not to release it. Uh, A.V.A. Red, you may know him as the producer of the earlier Marvel films from like the Spider-Man era. Mm-hmm. I think he was Kevin Feige's like predecessor. Um, he bought the movie in like 94 and destroyed all the copies so that it would never be released and tainted the <laughs> reputation. Uh-huh. Again, fast forward 10 years, guess what movie they're making again? Uh-huh. Cryptozoic and Fantastic Four are making a Fantastic Four to keep the rights. Okay, mm-hmm. fast forward another 10 years, what happened? <laughs> they're making another one to keep the rights. Keep the rights. And what did they give up for this? Daredevil. Uh, they gave up Daredevil. Daredevil. So our hopes of ever seeing the Fantastic Four go to space because in the comics they're space explorers. Okay, the Inhumans were introduced in Fantastic Four. If you did not know that, mm-hmm. I own the first issue. Uh, I think it's issue forty-five or yeah, forty-five. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so Inhumans were introduced. Uh, Galactus, Silver Surfer, the Scrolls—great things that Marvel can now use. Maybe on the table for them to use later because I can see them, like we talked about earlier, Marvel being like, "Hey, guess what? You want to make an X Men movie or X Men TV show, and your Fantastic Four movie uh, um, broke the 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 streak of Marvel films. <laughs> broke the streak and made a brown streak. Yeah, it was God, so much <laughs> brown streak. Uh, at least we didn't see any uh, rock dong hanging out there for the thing. Oh man, speaking about the rock, so you know how when they're all in, in their little pods and they're they're basically uh, being destroyed, eviscerated by the other dimension, you by know? the elements, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when Ben is getting pummeled by rocks, it looks like there's PAs off screen picking up stuff off the ground and throwing it at him. Really? Yeah, it, it looks so bad. Uh, and that's one of the things that is that is actually really sad. You know, most of the time, uh, the special effects and the visuals of a movie can be insulated from the, the quality of the film because it doesn't matter what the script is. You know, we're here just to animate a, a, a guy on fire flying through the air. And it all looks like shit. It all looks bad. The only thing that looks good, which makes me think that 99% of the budget went to animating the thing. The thing looked pretty good. Um... But everything else around him just looked like garbage. There was, um, I agree, especially with Mr. Fantastic, his initial stretching, mm-hmm. like trying to get out of those straps. Uh huh. That looked horrible. Oh my god. So, um, there's this moment in the film, in the, in, in the end battle, okay? It's the moment that I don't think I've ever had in a movie before. And it was kind of, it's just fun. It was just fun to kind of share the moment with my wife. So, um, Everyone's kind of getting uh, destroyed by Doctor Doom, and Reed Richards is uh, making a run at Doom. And Doom uses whatever his uh, undescribed power Rock is throwing <laughs> to like uh, take his like coupling bands off of him, and he falls to the ground like cooked spaghetti. <laughs> and it looks like I'm watching like an Animaniacs cartoon. I look over at my wife. I I face I face palm. I put my palm on my forehead and out loud, not even caring if I'm disturbing anyone in the theater, I go, What are we watching? It like it didn't make any sense. It was so goofy. It was just stupid. I mean, fan Mr. Fantastic is is not a very cool superpower. 
you know, stretching, you know, it's kind of hard not to make look goofy on the screen. So you got to use him very sparingly, which is fine because he's a genius. Have him like inventing things, have him doing like math, you know, <laughs> that, that'd that be more math, interesting. Yeah, math. <laughs> and watching him fall to the ground like he spilled your spaghetti. So, no, you're, you're definitely right. Like, of all the people, like, and he just suddenly willed himself into the ability to use his powers in the heat of the battle. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, Dr. Doom was done in like a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two things uh, we want to talk about budgets. They could have done better because they cut the, the 3D budget of the film mm-hmm. out, and they could have definitely used that to put back in the graphics. But I think at that point they were cutting their losses. And I don't think this movie has a future as another – I don't think the sequel is going to come even though it's scheduled because, A, there's no end credit scene. Uh-huh. If you don't have an end credit scene in a, Mar- in a Marvel or comic book film, what's it tell the, your people there? Yeah, exactly. Even the Spider-Man reboot had after-credit scenes. Yeah, uh, so there's that. And um, lastly, we talked about this earlier. I mean, Fox is so bummed out by this that their producers are like, "X-Men, entirely different universe. Don't touch us with your Fantastic Four. Yeah. And that Deadpool two, Deadpool one's not even out yet. Has has impressed the executive so much that they're like, you know what? We should probably plan a Deadpool two here instead of a Fantastic Four two. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Reynolds has said he'll never play another superhero other than Deadpool. So uh, um, I could totally see that happening. I would see Deadpool 2 before I see Fantastic Four 2. Would you? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I think that's fair to say. <laughs> I think I would... I, okay, I think I would watch X-Men Origins Wolverine before I watch Fantastic Four again. Yeah, see, that's, that's tough because there are a lot more earlier facepalming moments in origins <laughs> at least at least for this one you have to wait till like the third act to facepalm real hard yeah um again if i could rank this again outside of the marvel cinematic universe uh-huh. uh it's there at the bottom oh yeah I, I i'm struggling to think of things that are worse than this movie i mean i'm i'm excluding Dare, daredevil's pretty hard yeah i mean i'm excluding some of the some of the earlier things before things got rolling basically anything before the first spider-man movie well, um, X Men was X Men One was before that, uh-huh. and Blade was before that. I I started Blade, okay. Blade after I I consider, but like Daredevil is pretty face palmy. <sighs> yeah, it is, but I feel like at least you kind of get some charisma from the actors. Like I don't know what Josh Trank did if he just walked on set and said, "Okay, everybody, act like you don't give a shit about this movie," because that's how they acted. Well, I I would I would I mean there's so many rumors going around about what happened whether it's studio intervention or is it Josh Trank. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to me, I mean you were, you earlier it sounded like you're pretty sold on studio intervention. I'm pretty sold on Josh Trank being the, the problem here. Yeah, I, I, maybe we can just agree that it's probably like an even split. Maybe they're just uh, yeah. both, they both didn't get along. Yeah, because, mostly because Star Wars fired him, and if Star yeah. Wars fired him like. I mean, they had George Lucas do prequels. I mean, they can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I and I've heard I've heard uh, rumors on set on Chronicle that he's difficult to work with too. So I think it's just you we're know, not he, I, we're not gonna point we're not here to point fingers. How about that? We're, yeah, we're just here to say the movie sucked. <laughs> and I wish I wish I had two more hands so I could get this movie four thumbs down. Oh man, the Fantastic Four thumbs down. <laughs> the Fantastic Flop. Uh, that's that's one way to put it. So, uh, little stats. I don't. Did we talk about this earlier? That this is not the number one movie this weekend, actually. Yeah. Uh, it barely scraped by. Uh, I think it's second, but Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation ha- is beating it. Well, that's good. and that's the second week out. Yeah, I, I like Mission Impossible movies. Uh, that does not surprise me that it beat it. 
man, I'm just I'm just bummed. I mean, we we obviously want all superhero movies to do well, and it sucks that the, that this didn't achieve it. It would have been cool to see a Fantastic Four X Men crossover. It's not gonna happen now. Uh, it really makes me wonder what the future of this of this of this team is. I mean, like we said, we don't know the length of these contracts. We don't know how long it's gonna be that they get to make another one. Um, when um, when was the last Fantastic Four movie um, uh, before this one? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. So what? So we think this is maybe like they have eight years possibly uh, when they make a new make a new film. Uh, I say ten. I think I think it's ten years. But I mean, that's if they don't willing. If Mar, I mean, again, like we talked, Marvel is has an upper hand now, just like they did with Dare, like not Daredevil, mm-hmm. Spider Man, um, because they, they've shown that you know other shows can't make gold. But Fox wants an X Men TV show, like you said, and I didn't think of this until you said that. Fox wants an X Men TV show, but Marvel has to sign off on it. Mm-hmm. And what better way to say, hey, look, your movie sucks. You're probably not going to make another one again. Like why wait ten years? Let's just do a trade now. Yeah, I, I think it I think it makes sense. Uh, just sweep this under the rug, Fox. We'll forget this ever happened. Uh, I mean, one thing that's uh, that's kind of funny. Uh, so I've been uh, I've been uh, watching Frasier because it's been on Netflix. I fucking love that show. Uh, there's a there's a, a scene in the show where uh, Niles and Frasier, uh, the thing that they love most about going to like a high class dinner that's delicious that there's always a uh, one thing th- about the dinner that's bad that they can nitpick for the rest of the night just because they're snobs. Um, sometimes it's sometimes it's entertaining every once in a while when, when we do get a really bad Marvel movie, a bad comic book movie and we can kind of just sit down and pick it apart because usually they're really good. Usually we have a good time and there's redeemable qualities about the film and you know, we can't, you know, we can't sit here and trash it for 30 minutes, but honestly, I could probably sit here for two more hours and trash this film. It's definitely, it's definitely true. Uh, and I want to give out some 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 Easter egg, I guess, casting choices. Uh-huh. Um, the his teacher in elementary school for mm-hmm. Reed is Dan Castellaneta, or Netta, the mm-hmm. voice of Homer Simpson, <laughs> and also Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric's awesome show or whatever yeah that kind of took me out of it because every role he's ever in is just crazy and goofy out of control and then he's supposed to be kind of like this redneck dude yeah he was he was uh reed richard's dad yeah um i actually didn't catch that until after i was like watching the credits mm-hmm. um but yeah all in all like i i had another good point for this and i think we, it's kind of the same thing as our first good point is that you know there's some body horror and they they, they try to take a different approach to a superhero story or a Fantastic Four film than we've seen. Mm-hmm. And I, I give them a little credit for that, and that's why they get another star. But the best part of the film is nearly destroyed by Dr. Dooms himself. Mm-hmm. Like, so, uh, any any last notes you want to add? I mean, I'm kind of... I'm out of horrible words to describe this. <laughs> Honestly, um, uh, child acting is always really hard to get off the ground. And I know some people are saying that they liked that, that part of the film, but I think we could have cut that out altogether. It never really it never really mattered that, that Reed and Ben were friends. I don't think we even really need to needed to establish that. They could have just introduced the film and said, oh, hey, we're friends. It, 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 we would have been fine with that. Yeah, you're right. Like, again, uh, I, I think it's good to show that he was smart from a young age. Mm-hmm. But again, we don't feel the connection that Ben and uh, Reed had really, really mattered. Mm-hmm. So. And 
I was kind of crossing my fingers throughout the whole film that we get to see a dark side to Reed, you know, because I, I really liked the twist in the Ultimate Comics where Reed becomes a bad guy, and I thought that would have been so cool if somehow we could have built up to that at some point in time. Maybe uh, maybe uh, a couple years down the line, the Fantastic Four and X-Men teamed up to take down Reed. That that would have been unprecedented, and that would have been awesome, and that would have been an awesome character arc to see in Reed uh, to go from good guy to bad guy. Yeah, but... I, I agree. <laughs> Seeing that in the future would have been awesome. Mm. We're uh, not getting that now. <laughs> no. Uh, well, we might. Who knows? Um, but yeah, just a lot. A lot about that movie just is not set well, and I, that's. I guess that's it. I, I can't think of anything else. Like I said, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to figure out, but I'm just coming back to the same points. Fantastic Four is not something you should see in theater. No, it's not something you should see. Period. And if you do, make sure you don't pay for it. Uh, yeah, I would say if it's on TV later, maybe watch it just to experience it. Yeah, just to see what everybody's talking about. Yeah, uh, but other than that, you know, avoid the theaters at all costs, my friends. Yeah, I mean, if you get dragged to the theater, at least the best part about the film is going to be the Deadpool trailer. And then <laughs> the worst thing that could have happened uh, before this Fantastic Four movie was the last trailer that was rolling was Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I didn't I actually didn't get Star Wars, so oh. I'm, now I'm jealous. Yeah, so I got some awesome trailers before this movie. In rolled. your recliner seats, you asshole. Yeah, man, sitting in those recliner seats watching a shitty movie. <laughs> so, well, maybe if, I, if I'm if i lucky enough, I can convince Mike uh, to do our next movie night on the old Fantastic Four movie. So <laughs> we're not really going up from here. Uh, that, is, that, is, that is true in every sense. So, all right then, well, that's our... Unfantastic for a spoiler cast. Yeah, the movie sucked. I think I've said that four times now. Yeah, uh, my fiance says it sucks, and you know she's the boss. Yeah, we all say it sucks. Don't see this movie. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to deliver the bad news. Yeah, I'm really not sorry. Like, <laughs> again, there are good things to be gleaned from this. Hopefully for the future, but other than that, that's for another day. All right. Well, that's uh, that's another spoiler cast in the bag, and. We will uh, let us we'll know be- what you think of this movie if you've seen it. Oh yeah, we, if you've avoided it, even better. But if not, let us know. If you're someone that think this movie was redeemable and deserves a sequel, I want to hear from you specifically. <laughs> yeah, what what movie were you watching? Yeah, how but- drunk were you when you walked <laughs> into that interdimensional portal? Yeah, well, well, Chris, if they if they want to keep up and hear if we're doing uh, any uh, movie nights on uh, the old Fantastic Four, where can they follow you? They can follow me on Twitter at Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or you can head over to Comic UI and read my Fantastic Four review in full. I've taken excerpts from it and used them here in our podcast. Ooh. Uh, so that, and where can they find you, Mike, if they want to follow you and hear about how exquisite your movie-going experience was? <laughs> well, they can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram and Twitter, and as always, you can read my web comics over at pickledcomics.com. Uh, like I was saying earlier, I was uh, inspired by this film to uh, to make a comic about Fantastic Four, and that that'll probably drop on Wednesday or Thursday. But uh, so get ready for that. <laughs> yes, I am excited. I'm ready to see them. Yeah, but as always, please visit superheroslate.com. Uh, that's where you can find the links to all the outlets for our show. We're on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, Tumblr, email. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. We're everywhere. If you if you are if you have an account on the internet, there's probably a place you can follow us. You don't there. even need an account. You can just go to our website. Yeah, that's true. You can just go to superheroslate.com and then just listen directly on there if you want to. Uh, but you know, if you if you like these spoiler casts and you like the regular episodes, um, you know, please uh, 
head on over to iTunes and give us a review. It helps us uh, helps us uh, be seen to uh, potential uh, new listeners, and, and we love it when you guys listen. And you can email us at superheroslate at gmail.com and, and let us know what you thought about this film, and uh, we'll definitely give you guys a shout-out on the next episode. Yeah, definitely. We look forward to it. And until then, uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, this movie sucked. <laughs> okay, it sucked, Mike. It sucked. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe!